We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Greetings and salutations, my friends. Welcome back once again to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm CVV Chris Van Vliet. So good to have you with us. And isn't technology a beautiful thing? I mean, not only has it brought you and I together for this right now, but in the case of this interview, we did it with Powerhouse Hobbs in his car as he was leaving the gym. Yeah, of course he was leaving the gym. I mean, have you seen the size of this man? And we dive deep into his story of how he was a skinny kid in high school. Yeah, I can't believe it either, but that's what he says. A skinny kid in high school to the imposing figure that we now see in AEW. And I also love how open and honest he was about mental health and the importance of talking to someone when you're dealing with something in your life. You can find him on social media at True Will Hobbs on Instagram. He's at True Willie Hobbs on Twitter. And you can find me, if you're looking for me, I'm at Chris Van Fleet. If it's your first time here, please take a second right now to click subscribe or follow on whatever app that you're listening on right now. If that app happens to be Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on your iPhone, it'd be awesome if you could leave a review on there because I read one out on every single episode as my way to say thank you. Thanks for being on this journey with me. And also, like, hopefully that maybe you'll want to leave a review and then you'll hear your name. Shout it out in your message. Shout it out on the show. So this is what Never117 did. Never117 is our fan of the week. And they say, the source for interviews in entertainment. And the was the T-H-E-E, the source. Chris crushes the interviews, whether it's John Cena or The Rock, Justin Bieber or Anne Hathaway. This is a must subscribe. Well, thank you so much, Never117, for the kind words. Yeah. The Rock, John Cena, Justin Bieber, Anne Hathaway. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that we interview people from all different walks of life because I just want to figure out, like, how did they get to be as successful as they are? How can we reverse engineer their story back to where we are right now? So thank you for the review. Please, if you could leave one, that'd be awesome. If you have Spotify, they have ratings now. So click the five stars on there. All right, let's dive into this right now. Please welcome powerhouse Hobbs. Dude, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. Yeah, the pleasure's all mine, man. 
We're in the car right now, dude. Where are where are you? Are you just I just gym? I just left the gym. Just uh, just pulled up in front of my crib. So so are you an are you an early gym goer? A late gym goer? Is it just kind of like you know whenever it fits into your schedule? I like to get it done in the morning, but I was running a little bit late today. Um, so you know, uh, when you say morning, out. are we talking like six a.m., five a.m.? Hell no! I did that for two years. Like I got used to get up at 3 a.m., be in the gym by 3.30, go to work by 5.30. And yeah, I'm, I, I go at least now by like 9.30, 10 o'clock, maybe okay. 10.30. Well, so. you know, different when your full-time job is wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you got you to keep the body right, man. Stay tight. What was the job you had before AEW signed you? So I worked at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I was running their facilities department. So I ran about four different buildings. And then I got a call saying, hey, you know, we're going to give you um, a month off with pay. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm with it. You know, take my my son, Bam Bam, to school, my older son, Julian. Then um, about I got home about 2.30, got a call about 3.45 saying, hey, we're going to terminate you on your crew and let you guys go. I'm like... So, but everything happens for a reason. So I'm glad I got let go and living my dream and doing things and handling business. Yeah. Look where it's led you now. It's amazing. Yeah, man. I, it, it's crazy. I, I, like I was telling, who was I telling? I was telling Christian, just like, I can't believe, you know, I'm living this dream and I'm all these places every week, you know? So. Is your son's. Given name Bam Bam? No, his <laughs> it okay. should be. Okay. It should be because that's how he only responds. Uh his actual name is Royce. But, Very different from Bam Bam. Yeah, everybody calls him Bam Bam. I'm a big Flintstones dude, so that's that's how he got the name Bam Bam. Well, I wasn't sure if it was Flintstones or Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, it could be both. It could be both. I mean, I got some Bam Bam Bigelow gear, you know, that I've worn before, so. The gear you're wearing now, I like it. It's a tip of the hat to Harlem Heat. Yeah, yeah. Those are my dudes growing up, man. I just just wish I would have had a matching do-rag, you know, to come out with, you know? So, but th- those are my guys growing up. Like, just the intimidation factor, how, you know, they, they talk the same type of jive that my grandparents talk, you know, like it's going to be all like neck bone sucker, you know? My grandparents said that stuff to the T, so... Those are my dudes growing up. So plus they were, look like the plus they look like me. So that was that was a good thing. Yeah, when you were growing up, what was it that initially got you into pro wrestling? It was so pro wrestling was already on by the time I came along. So my grandparents moved from a uh, small town in Mississippi, uh, right down the street from the Cow Palace. So they grew up, or not grew up, excuse me. They uh, my, took my dad and my aunts and uncles all the time, almost every other weekend. To go see Ray Stevens, Pat Patterson, High Chief Peter Marvia, Pepper Gomez, you know, those guys. So by the time I was born, wrestling was already on on TV. So I and then just got hooked. At what point did you go, man, that's something that I want to try? I knew I always wanted to be a wrestler from like I was four or five because that's, that's all I cared about. Nothing else. I mean, I played football and basketball and baseball where wrestling was all that mattered. And I remember going to a, a live show and I was like, okay, I know, I know a school I could go to and 
is uh, APW, you know, which was on Beyond the Mat. And I'm like, all right. I grew up going to the those independent shows and saved up my money, what I had, and pulled the trigger, and that was it. We had 23 people that started off with us. There was only two at the end of the whole class. Man. So, yeah. But look, man, there's a lot of people that when they're four or five years old want to be a pro wrestler, and then, I don't know, something changes as they get older, and they lose track of that dream. For you, you you stayed on it. It's no, so impressive. But yeah, that, that's, that's all I ever wanted, like. Coming home from school, we watched old wrestling tapes. Um, watching wrestling on Mondays with my grandpa, having him flip the remote between the, the Monday Night Wars, and you know, trading tapes with my friends about different pay per views. Me getting mad at my grandparents for uh, calling the cable company and trying to order the pay per view, but they were saying the wrong name. Like my grandma called one time and said, "Hey, I want I want to order WrestleManiac," and I'm like, "Oh, it's WrestleMania," you know them not understanding you know what she wanted to order so but it was always on man having figures and posters draw up my own you know wrestlers on with pen and paper and crayons you know so i heard you say in another interview that you were skinny growing up which is very hard to believe but like yeah, how skinny are I we mean, talking i graduated high school at 142 pounds at the same height that you are now I was shorter. I, I grew, you know, gen genetics happened. So, you know, come from a line of big bone people. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it happened. Uh, uh, I think my first wrestling match, I got thrown in a battle royal. Just, I was still training and just because I had some generic gear. and I was one of the first one to have boots. I got thrown in a battle royal. And, and I thought I, I thought I was a business then. Like you know, all the other students were like, "Yo, you're in the battle royal!" Oh my gosh! Yeah, I came in, got some forearms punches in, got chopped by everybody, got kicked, punched, and whoop, out the door. So that was <laughs> that. That was a highlight for me for about like two years, dude. If you were 142 pounds when you graduated from high school, you are quite literally double the size now. Yeah, yeah, I'm a whole different person. Wow. What do you think is the yeah. biggest difference between Powerhouse Hobbs, Will Hobbs, that's sitting in front of me right now, and when you debuted originally, you know, 12 years ago, 13 years ago? Confidence. Um, having the right people around me to teach me. Um, knowing my abilities, knowing what I can do, what I can't do. How to actually work a crowd, how to have fun, and how to just be myself. I think the, the best thing about me is when I come off in the ring and I smile and give that snarl, that's actually me. I've been doing that snarl for since Pop Warner football, you know, the PAL league. I've been doing that for the longest. And I, and I used to do that just to, to keep people like bullies away from me. because They thought I was crazy. So, Can you give us a little right now? Oh, you should see, you should see my daughter do it. She's, <laughs> She's, she's, yeah, she can do it. She's, she can do it pretty well. What was it that originally got you on AEW's radar, do you think? Um, I know uh, a phone call got called in. And, you know, next thing I know, I had QT Marshall send me a text. And I looked at it and I was like, bullshit. Like, like, QT Marshall was texting me and I sat on it for a little bit and then, you know, I, I responded back 
And, you know, it was one of those things like, okay, should I risk flying all the way to Jacksonville and maybe get COVID? Do I say, hey, you know, I thank you, but if you don't want things to open back up. I'm like, man, I was like, I got to be a, a, a fool if I say no to this. So I remember QT asking me, hey, are you local to Jacksonville? I said, no, but I'll find a way to get there. Gave him a thumbs up. And when I got there, I was just amazed at Daly's place. Everyone was friendly to me. Um, I got to the back, looked on the board. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on, I got a match tonight. Okay, cool. Orange Cassidy. Okay, cool. I've been following the program, you know, knowing he's in the big feud with Chris Jericho. I'm like, okay, cool. Then the rest happened. 12.36 seconds later, I lost to Orange Cassidy. <laughs> So, you know, but, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that I could care less if I won or not. My main thing was just how can I help out this show? Yeah. And my main thing is I, I Orange beat me and it was on. And I knew the pay-per-view was coming up with him and Jericho. And I knew that was going to get put on like a, a highlight reel, you know, just because my size and, and his size. And it, and it was so. And what do you think it was a really like, what was the breakout moment? Was it the battle Royal? You think? I think the battle Royal was, um, that in my match on that Saturday night dynamite with Darby. Yeah. Um, before the, before the pay-per-view, you know, I didn't, people didn't, I think local people in California knew who I was, but as far as like other people seeing me, AEW dark, they knew who Will Hobbs was and, that battle royal it was crazy because it was it was the anniversary of my brother's death and it was just like okay i'm in this battle royal i think i was like one of the last six at the end and i had a little moment with sidell and hitting that spine buster and i had a moment with uh archer and then my at that point i'm thinking in my head i'm like i, I should be here you know, and, and everything took off after that. Yeah. Was there something that when you went through the curtain on your way back after that match, did Tony Khan or anyone else say something to you that made you go, okay, yeah, that worked. Yeah. He, Tony was yelling. He was like, Willie, 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 let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, shit, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> What's next? And what are we doing next week? And I, I think the following week was, um, when I saved Mox from, uh, Cage and Starks. That that was a big moment for me. Like for Mox to, you know, to give me that perfect introduction the way he introduced me. I was like, I was ready to go then too. Well, there's something about seeing you in the ring, right? You have this like real presence about you. You're a big man. And I'm I so am. curious, growing up, who do you think was the best big man? For me, growing up, I was always a and I'm not saying that because, you know, he's been a mentor to him. I think, like, me personally, like, watching was, like, I, I love the way Yoko worked, um, how quick he was for his size. I loved how Mark Henry worked. And, you know, just those guys, like, I, I was even impressed with, like, with Big Daddy V, like, when he's, through that little back kick, like got off his feet, like ain't he like five hundred pounds doing that? So it was. I, I loved all the big guys because it 
it took so much for the little guys to take him down. And they could just hit it with one move, like when Vader would hit somebody with that Vader, that Vader splash and just look at him. I'm like, okay. That, that, that. Anybody knows me, that's, I, I love Vader. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, which is a super important part of my morning routine. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. And best of all, it tastes amazing, and it's really helped with better sleep quality and recovery for me. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever it is, it fits right into your diet. Look, lots of people take some kind of multivitamin, and I think it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. That's why I drink Athletic Greens every morning, and that's why it's recommended by professional athletes in all kinds of different sports. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially since it's cold and flu season right now. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash insight. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash insight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Do you think there was ever a point in your career like, I mean, it's crazy that you got discovered like a decade into your career, especially with mm -hmm. how talented you are and the amazing look that you have. Was there ever a point where you were like, man, this thing might not happen? Yeah, there, there was that those few times, but then I would think about, okay, well, 
what will my grandma and my grandpa say? Mm. Like, you know, just they raised us and they didn't teach us to quit. So whatever way you got to find a way to get there. You that's what my grandma would say. You better get there. So you you better find a way. With doing, you did some enhancement stuff for WWE. Did you ever feel like that was ever a possibility? With them? Yeah. I, I did at one time, but then it got to the point where it was like, okay, they're just bringing you in just to do enhancement stuff. Okay, cool. And then you have people, you know, that actually are on the roster and we're like, hey, man, when are they going to give you a shot? Like, you know, so. And you just let alone guys actually work there that said that to me that that let me know i i could go but i had talent so and then it must have seemed like such a completely different situation where you fly yourself into jacksonville and you're not just there to be an extra you're like you're on the show that first time you're on aw yeah i i i I was there was no guarantee that i was going to get a match huh you know and And did you so you paid for your own flight did you also pay for your own hotel when you got there too yeah yeah Wow. For everything, car, flight, you know, hotel, food, all, all that stuff. You know, I got to, to eat catering when I was there, but my own like way of getting there and getting back, that was all on wheel. That was me. So, you know, you, you got to spend money to make money. So, <laughs> well, that's what we like to call betting on yourself. And like, yeah, you, if, you don't, if you don't do it, no, nobody else is. Nobody else is gonna do it. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was always told by my grandparents, you know, you're special, this and that, but once you get out in this world, you gotta prove it to everyone else. So that right. that's what I tell that's what I tell my sixteen year old. So walk me through you find out that you're gonna be wrestling CM Punk on TV. <laughs> it was is it was crazy. Like I remember like, okay, you had, you would have asked me a few years ago when I wrestled, like, would I be wrestling him five years ago? Whatever. I would have told you no. He wasn't even wrestling. No. And just the fact that I'm wrestling him from the 20,000 plus people, Arthur Ashe Stadium, cable TV. Like, come on now. Like, I must have been dreaming. And, And he knew how special that night was for me. Um, and it was about, about a little over a month after my mom passed away. So he, he knew what, what my mindset was and how I wanted this match to come off. And I can't thank him enough and tell him thank you all the time. So that, that was just special. With so many of the things you're mentioning here, like, you know, your brother passing away, your mom mm-hmm. passing away. And I'm so sorry about that. What do you, you think that, how have you been able to get over those really difficult moments in your life um having great people around me um going to therapy has has, has helped me out um not having those feelings jumbled in because i believe if you have too much bottled in it can destroy you Mm. Uh, you just have to find a way to get it out and wrestling was always a way for my family to connect. Like we would have like parties, just you know, people, my family coming over, watching wrestling, and, you know. So wrestling was always a way for us to connect, and it's helped me out so much, you know. 
I'm guessing there's still parties going on, but now they're watching you and you're not there. Yeah, yeah, they 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 better be watching me if they know what's good for them. <laughs> they want to want a Christmas present or something. <laughs> like they, they they better be watching. Where did the transition officially happen? Where you went from Will Hobbs to powerhouse Will Hobbs to then just powerhouse Hobbs? The night I hit Cody Rose in the face with that FTW belt, that was the end of Will Hobbs. And then the, the next week, I made my uh, my powerhouse Hobbs debut against Lee Johnson, and then that was it. So, you know, the, that, that, that's the night. That's the night Will Hobbs went away. And where or how was the like call officially made to change your name? Uh, Tony looked at me. and was like powerhouse. And I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> I thought he thought he might have saw some of my clips in the gym, but I don't know where he got it from and I'm, I'm loving it. And it's one of those things like you look at Hacksaw Butch Reed, I'm like people call him Hacksaw and I'm like, okay. And I, and I, and I know for a fact, Butch Reed was a fan of mine. I've talked to his son um, and, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm up there with Butch Reed, like powerhouse Hacksaw, even, even like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, they called him Hacksaw. Like, Anybody with those like strong names, like you know, um, it's my way of like kind of almost carrying on and paying homage to them. Well, look, if anybody was going to be called powerhouse, like you fit the bill. You, you know, if you try to call me powerhouse, it'd be like, eh, it doesn't make any it, sense. It, it could work. I vouch for you. I vouch for you. Uh, you I might be the only you. one. I, I got know. your bag. That's all that matters. That's yeah. All that matters. What do you think has been the biggest lesson you've learned from teaming with Taz and being part of Team Taz? patience in the uh, ring you mean in the ring uh stalking being true to myself doing what i feel do stuff that feels natural um and put, put my size over like i'm, I'm like you said I'm, I'm i'm a big dude and when, yeah. and when i work it's just like like i, I like stalking people like i, I like Taz has taught me that whatever you do in the ring, make the people in the arena feel it, but make the people at home feel it. Mm. And when I hit someone, I see people, I go around and I look and I see people cringe. And I look at the camera and I know there's people at home turning away. Like once you see me do something. So that, that, that's what I, what I give off. What's on your radar now? Who do you really want to have a match with that you haven't been able to work with yet? Um, I want to work Eddie Kingston. I want to work John Moxley. Uh, I, I definitely want to work FTR. I'm throwing this out there. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the camera. I want to work Mark Henry. Um, the Young Bucks. I want to work people that have my style and who go against my style. I think everything meshes so well. What do you think is like the one match that um, maybe it's the CM Punk match, but what's the one match that you were like so super proud of? And it might not even be an AEW. It could be somewhere else in your career, but what's the one match that you're really proud of? So there's... I just answered this question. So it's my match with, I think the match that 
these matches had all eyes on me because I felt each each one was a was a test. Like my match with Christian, that was a test. Like okay, the way I looked at it was I I felt people wanted to f- people felt like maybe can, can will go. So my match with Christian, and the following match with Hangman Page, you know, then the then the match with CM Punk, obviously, then my series uh, of three matches with Dante. So all those matches for me are like just just going up, like you know, can we can we, I feel like just personally, like can, can we the way I look at it, can we test Will? Like, yeah, and I, and I felt that everyone I've hit a home run on on everyone I've, I've turned heads and i made people like okay this guy can be a you know champion um shit material you know yeah do you feel an added pressure you know you have three kids you're providing for them your dad mm-hmm. do you feel an added pressure now every week to go out and absolutely yeah i got shit? i i got to i i can't fail i i can't fail my kids i i refuse to um i'm i'm a believer that I, I I I like to think, and I know because my son has told me that I'm accomplished my dream. But even though I accomplished it, I, I still have goals. I still have things to set, and I and I want them to look at me and be like, "Okay, well, Dad's doing his thing. You know, we we can do whatever we want." But having that pressure of going home and have those eyes look at me, knowing I feel that that shit ain't never gonna happen. Like <laughs> that, that's that, that's no, Will's not doing that. We, we not doing that. So that I, I refuse to ever let that happen. Are you raising some, uh, some up and coming wrestlers? You think? I think so. Um, Bam Bam likes to wrestle everybody. So I only tell him, you know, you can wrestle with your brother and, and dad. You know, we can't, we can't take that to school because we, we've had a little, had a little instance before. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I, it's, it's possible. I mean, if they want, if they want to dibble and dabble in it, cool. I mean, if they don't, that's whatever y'all want to do. You know, I'll, I'll support. Do they have your size? So my my sixteen year old is a human beast. He's <laughs> are you ready for this? Okay. He's six foot five, two hundred and I think 12, 13 pounds. Size seventeen shoe. And he hasn't even started puberty yet. And they're saying he's going to be anywhere from 6'10 to, to 7'1. And has he's he been, not has he been he, recruited for any sport? Well, he's he's playing high school basketball now. And he's going, I would hope so. Yeah, he's, he's going he's going to a great um, Catholic high school to play, play basketball. But you just, like, look at him. I'm like... If I just had, if I had your height, man, you know, but he's 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 a beast. Bam Bam is is off the charts with everything, and my daughter, she's just off the charts too. So, Jeez. I got got some super human babies. <laughs> Amazing that your sixteen year old's bigger than you, and you're yeah. so big. Yeah, I'm like like looking at him. I told him the other day I might take the trash out. He stood up off. Stood up and got off the couch, and I looked at him. I said, "Boy, just go take out the garbage." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like duck when you talk to me. Like, you know, knock it down a few inches. 
Uh, I thoroughly enjoy this. I want to be respectful for your time, uh, respectful no, of your man, time because you just got out of the gym here. What what day was it at the gym, by the way? Just just cardio. Just you cardio. Know, just cardio today. What know. what do the other days look like? What's the split look like? Uh, tomorrow, what are we doing? Tomorrow, we're doing a little chesticles and triceps and some, some abdominals. International you know. chest day. I love it. Yeah, you know that's how we do it. We got to. So is it push, pull, and then legs? Is that what you're on? Yeah. Nice. I'm trying to give away all my secrets. Chris, yeah. Well, now you don't. Sorry. So just, don't you know, do just trying to trying to dig here. I want to be as large don't, as you. Don't do that. Don't do that. You'll, you'll try to take my job. You ain't gonna have problems. I don't. That's not happening anytime. You can take <laughs> my job. That's much more likely. No, 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 no. no. I end every conversation with the same question because I'm all about gratitude. And I want to yes. know for you, Will, what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? My family. Um, I'm grateful that I, that I work for an amazing company. And that one thing that I want to say last week when I was in the grocery store, I had some uh, some kids come up to me and just, are you powerhouse hobs? And, you know, it's so cool. And I'm just grateful that I can motivate people. So, you know, I just, I come from a two square mile city, East Palo Alto, and it's a former murder capital of the United States. And, you know, and there's great things happening out there now with Facebook being there. And just, I'm grateful I didn't come to, you know, being locked in a penitentiary or, or dying at an early age because of my grandparents. So, look where you are now, man. Like this is so exciting. I feel like you're just, just getting just, started. Just, in age. I am. Just think about just think about where I'm gonna be. Like it's it, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I sit back and I write down my goals and shit's gonna happen. Like I said, I refuse to come home and and look at them and fail. Like that's yeah. Oh man, it's so powerful. And I I can't stress this enough. It's so powerful for people to hear that it's not, it's one thing to have goals, but it's another thing to write down your goals. Yeah. That that makes them real. Yes. You have to. I remember drawing, drawing me like six years old, holding up a championship belt, you know, and first step is winning this ladder match and then kicking whoever ass has that TNT championship. So, you know. Well, I'm so excited for what's next for you. And I know that if we were to have the same conversation at this time next year, we'll be talking about like a lot of very different stuff. We should. We need to make it happen. Let's do the next one in person. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you. Okay. Big thanks to Powerhouse Hobbs for the great conversation. And of course, we wouldn't be here without you. So... A big thank you to you for joining us and for listening all the way until the end. Share this with someone who you know will be inspired by this. Take a screenshot. Let us know that you're listening. Tag us on social media. Will is at True Will Hobbs on Instagram. He's at True Willie Hobbs on Twitter. And I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And I'll leave you with this quote that I love so much. It's an amazing quote. It's from Erica Jong, who says, if you don't risk anything, you risk even more. Mm. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one, which is tomorrow for some more insight. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.